everybody, this is Johnny Matt Wood here with another episode of the Talking Games Podcast. It is April 5th, 2018, and my name is not, it's not Matt Woods. Um, if you haven't figured that out yet, it's me, Hugh, um, <laughs> and I am here with... Hey, some people might have been fooled. Um... <laughs> And I am here with everybody's Italian, French, Canadian, all parts of everything, Kelsey Labati. What's up? Hello. Oh, throwing up the deuces um, for people in Radio Land. If you're watching the video, then you just saw that. <laughs> oh, that sounded like I was huffing on a bong then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, how are you, Kelsey? Um uh, last week's show was, um, well, actually, speaking of bongs, last week's show actually sounded like you were basically all, like, tripping balls, because it was insane. Why? <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> like, it just went completely off the rails. It was hilarious. Uh... I was listening... I was listening to it in work and like people were like, what the fuck are you listening to? I was like, believe it or not, this is my friends who I'm on the gaming podcast with. And they were like, why are they doing all these funny accents? I was like, it's um, a long story. They're not funny. They're real. <laughs> real funny. <laughs> I, do, I do like how... Um, it does amuse me how Bobby and Matt seem to be completely deaf to different accents. Okay, you heard it? Yeah. Oh, thank God. I thought I was well, going you know, crazy. Yeah. I mean, the Italian one was hilarious, to be fair. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not disputing how genuine it was. It uh, was just really funny. It was real. It's like Canadian Sopranos. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> Would it be like it would? How would like, can it, like French Canadian Sopranos be like? Would they be called like Jean instead of like Johnny and stuff like that? Um, funnily enough, there is a French well, French Canadian Italian is a very niche <laughs> TV show probably, but uh, there are like French Canadian shows, and there is a family show, and it's called Les Bougons. If anybody knows what I'm talking about. Hit me up, not Danica, because we watched it together, but anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I imagine your friends will be on that already. Well, not already, because they wouldn't have heard this yet, but, yeah. Yeah, but I've, wow. I, there's a bunch of shows like that, but they're, like, all in French. Like, to find an English, French-Canadian-Italian show would be very niche. Like, I would probably have to write it myself. <laughs> There you go. We're onto something. We should <laughs> we should do a we should do a treatment for a like you know we should pitch a pilot and see how it goes. <laughs> um, not that I'm I don't think I could really write very genuine French Italian Canadian characters. But seeing as how you're the only <laughs> I'm French the only Italian one you know. Canadian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just write you. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even like, I'm not even, I wouldn't even consider myself like the norm. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Yeah, well, not because of that. <laughs> not because I'm weird. 
Hey, weird, weird is cool, man. It's the way forward. I, I tell myself that every day to make myself feel better. Um, so, yeah, we've got some... Well, Kelsey's got one video game to talk about. I've got a couple. And um, what feels like, well, a somewhat annual upheaval in my hardware um, situation... Um, so Kelsey, what have what have you been doing, video games wise? Well, not much really because I'm in uh, finals month, so I have essays and exams out my ass. Uh, oh. So I haven't had a lot of time. Do they still ex- accept them? Yeah, they do. That, they do. Thankfully, can... yes. You just walk up to your teacher's <laughs> desk. There's your fucking essay. And then you go. They they do accept it. <laughs> that was my French, my Italian, French, Canadian accent, by the way. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. But uh, yeah, so I've just been playing Bayonetta. I think what I need right now is these sort of like, com- like comedic games, I guess you could say. So like Detective Pikachu and like Bayonetta have a very like funny undertone to them. And I think... I need that as like speaking of games to escape. That's what I need. Like mm. they just make me laugh, and like I could play them for an hour or whatever, and like I'll have a a good amount of the storyline done. And I've also had like fun. I'm not too um, worried about my gameplay or worried about like what I'm doing in the story or how I have to get here. It's really like very linear story linear um mechanics simple so i can really just like tune out for an hour and play and like i'm guaranteed like a laugh or two because they're so they know how ridiculous they are so they don't need i don't need to be serious about it yeah i mean i've been playing a lot of far cry 5 which i'll Mm -hmm. talk about a bit more later um and one thing i do wish that game would do is like there's elements of like levity in it um but i kind of feel like it should have gone one way or the other a little bit mm-hmm. um but i gotta say far cry 5 is one of those games where you can just like switch your brain off and goof around um like i played it for an hour just before we came on um with my friend and literally all we did was take drugs and punch bison and bears like as hard as we could mm-hmm. because you can you can make these drugs in it and they make you super strong and you can just walk up to them with just your bare fists and like bare fist a bear basically and you hit them so hard you can actually send them like flying and it's hilarious watching like a man just run up to a bear and punch it in the face yeah. And watch it fly off in one direction. That's that's what I mean. Like I think it's just there's some parts of games that like you really need just to mm. to tune out and like the ridiculousness just makes you laugh. Yeah, and I think I think it's a big factor in how well you enjoy games as well. Yeah. Like if like the right game at the right time is like a big deal. Um and I think like last year my like I think my experience with that really was sort of like um like I played through Zelda Breath of the Wild and then I was just kind of like burnt out on that type of game mm-hmm. and I left 
Horizon for ages, and then I, I didn't play Horizon through until like September, October. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, I think there is a lot to be said for, like, if you know what a game is, wait until that's the game that you want to play. Um, and when you've got like a lot on, like you have having games that you can easily pick up and put down that sort of take your mind off things give you a laugh and lighten your mood they're like games like that i think that's that's another reason why like video gaming is like just so much fun and can be so like rewarding in so many different ways um exactly yeah so i like i was listening to you speaking about detective pikachu last week (laughs) and that game like I think I might have to pick that game up because it sounds like my kind of crazy. Like, the game, the actual game is very, like, simple and I would almost say on a childlike side. Like, I think it's very <laughs> simple. Like, I'm not playing this game for the the mysteries, you know? I'm, I, I am playing to hear Pikachu speak, strictly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from what i've heard he sounds hilarious as oh well my, it's um, so funny <laughs> like it's crazy to think like i love it when um just your expectations and what something is known for is just completely like ripped up and subverted yeah and like in a funny way yeah. because like you say like pokemon like at like the creatures themselves they just you know, all they are is just cute little animals who say their own name and have like a set of attacks they can do. That's essentially what they are. Mm-hmm. And they live in balls. Um, and to take like this well-known character and put like a deer stalker hat on his head and have him talk like he's a, like a crazy, like, you know, a bit of a shithead, like gumshoe type character. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, and I am I I gotta admit after what I've what I've heard I, if if they carry that into the film they're making as well I I think the film could be like really really funny. The, the thing is is that if I was ten and I played this game and he, the first time I heard Pikachu speak I'd probably scream because it's so <laughs> jarring like yeah. <laughs> Like I don't even know how children are reacting. Yeah. Like I kind of want to give you, the like, game to to someone younger than me, and like yeah. just. I can watch imagine them. you like when when you've got like a kid and like you walk into a room and someone's handing them like Detective Pikachu to play, and you just like run over and hit the DS out there, <laughs> and you're like no, play this first. <laughs> watch all these. Watch all these cartoons. Yeah, like get this a perception. Get a perception, and then <laughs> yeah. play this. Yeah, it's like it's like the the Pokemon equivalent of just going like a Star Wars fan showing the prequels to their children first. I'm gonna I'm gonna set you off now, aren't I? I can see your face going. <laughs> That's what my dad did. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to judge people's parents. It turned out okay. In spite of it. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned earlier on, um, I've had, I think like this time of year seems to be, well, 
I, I can you call two years running a recurring team? Um, like this time last year was when I built my PC. Um, and this year, a couple of weeks ago, I basically got to the point where I've been trying to sell my PlayStation VR headset for a while because um, it's just been sat there doing nothing. Um, and I figured I'll either get rid of it, get a few hundred quid for it, um, and nobody wants to pay £300 for a VR headset, a couple of move controllers, and mm-hmm. a camera, it seems. So I was like, okay, how am I going to turn this thing into something that's like not sat there gathering dust and I'm going to use. So um, I decided to have a look into what the, the trading value of it was. Um, so I basically figured out that with that, everything I had and one or two games, I could get a an Xbox One S with PUBG and only pay 10 quid towards it. Um, so that's what I did. Um so yeah, I don't now two years running. I now have a piece of hardware. To be fair, I didn't get this one specifically to play PUBG on it, um, but now I have two platforms to play PUBG on. Um, how? Which is how is it on Xbox? Because I, I I don't know if it's improved since, but I remember when it came out, there was a lot of problems. Um, it plays fine. Um, it's a bit framey. Okay. Um, early game like when you're dropping in like parachuting it which isn't a big deal because you don't you're not um like once you land it settles down straight away um it's anything my experience of it so far is probably better than the pc versions was but then the pc version was you know early access and you know still very much like early build yeah um but it feels so weird playing it with a controller compared to keyboard and mouse um because the controls although like they're not as um hard to grasp as i thought but they are quite unusual Uh like when you're in your inventory scrolling through like you've got the list of items in your inventory and you press like the left and right bumper to you can highlight what's on the floor what you've got in your inventory and your weapons and to scroll through what you've got in your inventory like your brain just automatically goes okay left stick will make you go up and down through the inventory but it's not it's the right stick and that just to me like my gamer brain like muscle memory tells me to use one hand as opposed to the other in that situation so there's just funny little things like that the movement still feels a lot like like bobby said like it still feels like you're using wasd like the way you move around because you can very much sort of it's hard to describe it it's almost as if your character's on say like if your character's stood on like a tray that's got wheels on the bottom of it and you can like slide them around Mm -hmm. it kind of feels a bit like that um but it it plays quite like it plays fine and i've i've not found any of the issues that the pc version had with like um highly populated areas so say if you went somewhere where there was a lot of other players there would be a lot of a lot of lag um and stuff like that i haven't haven't seen any of that on the xbox so far um even dropping in places like the school which is where like that's like the big loot area um but yeah i mean there's still a lot of work to do to do on it the view the draw distance isn't great um the loot needs balancing like sometimes it can be really difficult to find a backpack it can be difficult to find even like a gun um 
but yeah, they, they've done like a fairly good job. I, I I think like Bobby said to me, I've come into it at a good time. Like it was a bit janky when it first came out, yeah. but it sounds like they're making like decent steps with it. But as a piece of hardware, I'm quite impressed with the Xbox. Um, and one thing I've no intention of doing with it is actually spending any money on like games on disc like i've just i've subscribed to game pass okay um so i can play the exclusive like microsoft's exclusive games um so it's like eight pounds a month so i can play like sea of thieves there's halo 5 on there um even like even things like rise of the tomb raider was on it which is i was surprised about so i downloaded that and i'm playing it through again um before the the new one comes out um so uh yeah it's i'm i'm impressed with it it's like i did one thing i always uh, like never really thought about was like i one day i'll have an xbox one but i think um i think when they announced the game pass i actually said like this is a system seller and i don't think if it was game for game pass i probably would have even considered yeah like the option of it so um you know if that's my mindset then maybe you know who knows? You might. I think. Others. I think Game Pass has been successful because oh. every like person that I talk to that either has gotten an Xbox recently or is thinking about getting an Xbox, like that's the number one um, reason that they have. Yeah. Um, and like I said, there's so many good games on there. There's even like uh, there's Xbox 360 games. I can't really think of any off the top of my head right now. But there's mm-hmm. even like um, I think all of the Gears of War games are on there. Yeah. Um, like I said, Halo 5's on there, so I'll, I'll definitely play that through. Um, and you know, there's uh, the first State of Decay. I I downloaded that and played a few hours of it because um, that's one thing um, Bobby was saying to me. A while back that he'd like to be able to play like me him justin and whoever else has got an xbox um so i downloaded the first one of that and played a few hours of that 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 game's pretty cool um if a little bit glitchy but you know i think it's very much a sort of of its time type game yeah um <coughs> but yeah uh, like I'm really happy with the fact that I got it. And like I said, if you've got an Xbox One and you don't subscribe to Game Pass, I highly recommend it because it's, it's the same price as Netflix. Um, and oh, okay. You can get, yeah, it's like it's £8 a month, which is the same as what I pay for Netflix here. Okay. So it's, you know... It's, it's, it's definitely it's, worth it's a, it. I, I Even if it was more expensive, like $20, let's say. Well, eight pounds is what? I don't even know. I'm saying twenty dollars, but it's probably twenty dollars. Uh, I think eight pounds is sixteen. It would be. It's like double around that. Yeah, yeah. I would say like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen somewhere in there. Even sixteen dollars a month to twenty five is like re- is very reasonable and completely worth it in my eyes because you could play like a bunch of games. Yeah, and exactly. And yeah. Say, say for example, like listening to Bobby speak about. Um, sea of thieves last week like i it see our like fears for that game basically all came came to pass because like bobby and i did a video when Uh when the beta was being played and it sounds like everything we said we were worried about for that game is exactly what's happened with it in terms of like it's just a very content light game um 
so the benefit there is that I I don't have to worry about the fact that like shit I've just paid fifty quid for a game. Um, yeah, exactly. What am I gonna and like? Because I I tend to flip flop these days between um, getting games digitally and on disc. So if I got a if if I say for example, see if these was a digital purchase for me, mm-hmm. um, I'd be screwed. Yes, like I wouldn't be able to trade it in. So it's a good service. Um, and the other game i've been playing um quite a lot of um and i wasn't gonna get it but a friend kindly um helped me with the cost of it is far cry 5 um and it's equal parts damn good fun and it's also um i feel like a little bit of missed opportunity in some parts Uh um like as a as a world it's a damn good fun like sandbox to play in like you can just goof around um there's just like you can just be walking along and all of a sudden insanity will just erupt in front of you like i was walking around the other day and there was a bison walking along in front of me and a cougar just came out of nowhere jumped on its back started attacking it um they ran into a road and then a car came along crashed into them killed the bison the cougar fell off the bison, saw me, started attacking me, and my um there's a um basically you get you can um have like a sort of squad like teammates that you can AI teammates that you control. Um and that's one issue with it is the AI on your teammates aren't exactly great. But one of them is a dog called Boomer, um, who's a very good boy. Um and so this cougar like turns on me and starts like chasing me. Boomer jumps on the cougar and starts attacking it. So I spin around, shoot and kill the cougar, and then like a truckload of like enemies just come along as well, and it's just like all hell breaks loose. And then there's like a plane flying in and attacking me, and it was just like chaos for about five minutes. And then like I cleared it out, and it just went completely quiet again. And it's just like as just like sh- just sheer like silliness and like craziness in an open world i think it's probably like the best i've come across is po- possibly gta 5 um but it's so far from what i've seen i think the story um is i think they've kind of watered down on what their initial premise was or what the initial sort of stuff they showed off that's um, that's what I had heard. Like I heard it wasn't as like risque as they were gonna make it. Yeah, I mean it's it's very much a sort of it just feels like a ge- very generic, um, sort of like I'm you know there's a sort of area and it's been taken over by this cult and, um. They're sort of producing this drug, which induces like this state in people that they call the bliss, and they use it to more or less like coerce them into doing what they want. Um, and basically, you're there to just stop them, and like one by one, sort of kill the leaders of this cult, and take them out. And there's no, so far anyway, no like 
real like there's the odd joke which is like feels like it's an obvious poke to at like Trump but only sort of odd bits of dialogue from sort of side mission in NPC type things um so yeah in that respect it's a bit it's a disappointment and missions wise it's very much a typical sort of like run to this area there's a few people to kill kill them all mission done type thing um so it's you know it's a mixed bag um but it is damn good fun and playing it co-op is great fun although it's a little bit you feel a little bit like a passenger when you're playing it co-op because um only the host um sort of um keeps the mission progress that you make okay so when you fi- yeah. so when you finish story missions and stuff i'll see like say i'm playing with my friend if he's the host if he invites me into his game i'll see his the cutscenes and stuff from the missions um and all the story stuff but then when i go back into my game i'll still need to do those missions which to me like it, it it feels a bit silly to like make you play through the game twice um but then i can i can kind of i can kind of understand it cuz it's not done as a an mmorpg type thing like a bit like the division yeah whereas like the division you can jump in and play you play a mission with a friend in the division and you both have completed that mission type thing so um you know it's a game that has its its quirks and its frustrations but it's good fun, and if you like Far Cry games, um, then I think you'll probably enjoy it. Um, so we shall move on now to some news. So, Kelsey, let's start with um, the somewhat shitty news, but kind of pulled back from the brink about Ninja. So... What what are your thoughts on what Ninja did? Um, I have the same thoughts as I always do, kind of. Mm. Like, uh, go, go, uh, well, go. Let's just, before, unless people don't know. Basically, Ninja, um, who, if you don't know who that is, if you're not big into Twitch, um, he is basically, like, he's the number one streamer on the planet right now. He's got, like... 260,000 Twitch subscribers. Um, he's a, you know, incredible Fortnite player. Like, I love watching him play. Kelsey, speak. Um, I just have a question. Are you better at Fortnite, him? Were you going to say, like, no, he, he ain't good. No, no. I'm better no. than he is. No. Me and Drake play on the reg, so whatever. But, um, no, I, I, my question was, is that, is he, was he always this popular? Or is he only popular right now because he streamed with Drake? That like I don't know who he is at all. I'm really not into like streaming mm. and stuff like that. Mm. I don't think the Drake thing. Um, like the Drake thing obviously made him like explode, and I think brought him like into the light of like other like people who don't normally watch Twitch. Um, people who watch Twitch who necessarily haven't necessarily heard of him, um, people who aren't gamers, so to speak, but maybe just Drake fans. Um, but no, he 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 was 
he was already like well on the up and up before Drake came okay. along to be. I'll, okay. I'll give him in dues in that because he was already. I could be wrong, but he he was at least in the high tens of thousands of subscribers before Drake, if okay. not like over the over the hundred thousand mark. So he was already he was already doing pretty damn well for himself. Like he was like getting big, and because because of the success of Fortnite, which basically is the biggest game on the planet right now, um, and the biggest game on Twitch, and because of how good he is. And not just how good he is, but when he's playing, he also has fun with it as well. Like, it's not just sort of like go into a game, run around, be really good, shoot people, win. Like, he has fun. Like, he goofs around. Like, he's never disrespectful, um, at least to the people who he's playing against anyway. Um, but he's he's just fun to watch. And he's, he, he does duos with a couple of other streamers who um, he's got a really good dynamic with. Um, but basically he was playing, um, I'm not sure who he was playing. He was playing duos with somebody anyway. And he basically has this thing where he likes to do sort of like rap battles with like, um, his friends who he streams with. And he was sort of making ad-libbing lyrics to, um, a song. And whilst doing so, he dropped the N-bomb, um, now, people were saying, oh, well, he was rapping along to the song, so whatever, and it was a rap song. And But the problem was that word isn't even in that song, and he was making up his own lyrics. Um, even if he was, I have a problem with people saying, like, it's okay to use that word if they're singing along. Like, no, it's not, regardless. So no, Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I, I am of the mindset that, like, as... Um, a white man, I have I have no right to ever ever use that word. Like, I like I like listening to Childish Gambino, and like one of my favorite songs of his is Redbone, and the N word is in the in the chorus of that song, but I just switch that out with another word because I I just don't like I don't like hearing that word come out of my mouth just makes me like feel really horrible um so i think it's just another occasion of like why did that like he says he fumbled and basically got tongue-tied and that wasn't the word he meant to say um okay (laughs) but what was he what was he trying to say that would have sounded like that is is you know my thing but as i said before we started one one thing i will say for ninja is he always comes across as like a nice guy and um someone who always preaches positivity on his stream um and he's quite a few times i've seen um kids post in his chat like saying oh we're watching you play Fortnite in in our class in school and he's every time he'll basically say like kids if you're posting in my chat trying to be cool saying you're watching me in class that isn't cool like put your phone down whatever you're watching me on and pay attention like you're supposed you know pay attention in school and stop goofing around type thing so 
he's a nice guy and he has apologized but again it's the issue of like how is it that this word keeps getting used by people but like even in his like i don't know i'm playing the devil's advocate here but like even in his apology he's like well i'm confident that most of this is a misunderstanding it's like it doesn't matter dude like don't start off your apology like i'm sorry you were offended but i didn't mean it that way it's like just say yo i did something wrong i'm sorry like it doesn't have to be this long-winded fucking ass apology. I'm sorry you misunderstood. No, fuck off. Like, just apologize. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I get that he's a cool kid and he's, like, under a lot of pressure right now and he made a mistake because he genuinely does seem like a nice guy. But it's, like, just be straight up. Be like, I'm sorry that's in my vocab every day. I'll work harder to get rid of it. That's it. That's all. It's over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's... Um, like, Bobby and I were speaking about it and Bobby actually said to me, he was like people don't know how to apologize for things properly these days. Like, nobody seems to be able to just, um, like you said, like, there's, you don't just, you can apologize easily and err on the side of brevity at the same time and just be like, I'm, I'm very sorry, I fucked up, that is an offensive word that should never be used, please do not repeat the fact like think that me saying it makes it okay and i'm sorry i hurt people yeah and that's that can be the end of it you can draw a line under it but like you know like you say the the whole thing of like oh i'm whilst i'm sure it was a misunderstanding it's like what's what's there to misunderstood dude you said the n-bomb like the you cannot misunderstand the fact that yeah. that word came out of your mouth like that that felt weird that wording just felt weird to me in his apology um, and, you know, like, it was just disappointing because, like, when he was starting to break big, I, I, like, we were talking about him in our text chat, and Bobby said, he was like, I'm just waiting for something to, for something to break, and I was like, no, I think, I think this one might be the one who, like, you know, he <laughs> seems like he might be okay, and then he fucking goes and does that, and I was just like, I text Bobby, I was like, up, oh, like, with the link, and I was like, there it is, there it goes, He's fucking gone and done it. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I, people who are in his position, like, I'm not going to defend the fact that he used the word or condone it in any way, shape or form ever, but I don't think these people understand how many eyes are on them. Um, and I And I think that's fucked up too, because it's like, you're on the internet. Like, even if you had two people following you, one, you don't know who's watching. Two, it's like, that shit could come about later on. Like, let's say he does, like, now he's pretty big, right? But let's say he wasn't and he got really big. Like, that's going to come back and bite you in the ass. And it's just like, mm -hmm. anything that you put on online, like, take it into consideration. Like, I was a stupid kid too and I've made stupid mistakes and I did put stupid shit on the internet and I have to face the fact that, that, that that's there and it's there forever. And, like, you just have to kind of yeah. realize what you're doing and, and make amends. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I think it pays dividends to be, like, to be brave enough to, like to even like leave that stuff there for people to see and just say you know that's who I was I you know I was brash I didn't you know I thought it was okay to do and say or do whatever these you know be this way 
but that's not who I am anymore. Like I've changed. And um, sorry, just one more thing. And also, like we keep referring to him. Well, I keep referring to him as a kid, but like he is my age, and so it's like I get it that people make mistakes and blah 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 blah. And I just hope that he takes this into consideration. But at the same time, like. I personally don't think that people should be like kind of tossed this this mistake is like tossed under the rug because you're an adult. I don't know. Like you're an mm -hmm. adult. Act like an adult. There are clearly yeah. children watching him act like an adult. I don't know. That's the way I see it. Yeah, and I mean, I think there's the frustrate the frustrating thing as well. Um because from what I've seen generally what he does, I think he does like two streams a day. He does an early stream. And then he takes a break for a few hours and then he does a stream in the night. Um, and a few days before this happened, I was watching him and he actually, like, something happened in the game and he went, oh, fuck. And he immediately went, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm really sorry about my language. I'm trying not to swear too much because I know it's early in the day. Kids are up. They're going to be watching me. I apologize if, you know, to parents, if you're watching me, I'm I'm trying my best not to, like swear when i play and even when you know swearing is like something i i do regularly so it's going to be tricky for me and i was like okay well you know that's cool at least he's going you know i'm sorry i swore type thing and then like a few days later he does that mm. and you know whatever time it's here you say that word it's not not okay yeah i, but, I don't know whatever <laughs> but you know it's just another example of like i don't i don't think that he's like I don't think he's a person like PewDiePie or someone like that who just legitimately, I think, possibly even gets a kick out of being a bit of a dick sometimes and loves the limelight, same as, um, like, Logan Paul and his brother. Um, so, I mean, I was, I didn't watch him for a few days after that, but I've, I was, like I said, I was, I was watching him earlier on and, like, I'll... I'll give him a second chance, but, you know, I think... But that's purely because I think that um, he's not that type of person, really. And I I, I honestly yeah, don't think... Yeah, I guess we'll see. If it happens again, it happens again. And then he really didn't learn his lesson. And then, you know, he's just yeah. a and shit I, show. I, I don't know. I, I, I think... I kind of feel like... I don't, I don't feel like he meant... Like, there was any meaning behind it when he said it as well. So, but we'll have to keep a, um, an eye on him and just, you know, if he does it again, then um, hopefully Twitch will do something about it because they, you know, they have these policies. And, like, to be fair to them, they say they, they look into the context of it and the overall conduct of the streamer. So I think they're going to be, like, watching him with uh, a beady eye from now on. Um, but now on to happier things. Um, Spidey fans rejoice. We finally have a release date for the PS4 exclusive Insomniac Games Spider-Man title. Um, are you going to be getting this, Kelsey? Yes. I'm yeah, very excited. Are. I love Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, um, September as well as being the month of... Well, I'm basically going to have two birthdays in September now. Um, September the 7th, which is... Oh, eight days before my birthday. Um, 
Marvel Spider-Man swings onto PS4. Um, so we have on the PlayStation blog. Um, it's worth checking out, actually, because they've got the cover out on it, which is very simple, but very cool. Um, and it basically says... Um, they actually refer to him as a more experienced Spidey in this brand new advanced suit. Um and it says his post takes inspiration for 50 years of fan favorite comic book art and artistry. Astute fans of the wall crawler will see nods of the work of J. Scott Campbell. I'm not too keen on that because I don't like him. He's a bit cheesecakey. Uh, Mark Bagley, legend, and John Romita Sr. and Jr., Joe Quesada, and, of course, Steve Ditko. Um... One thing that is quite cool, if you're in Canada or the States, if you pre-order the game, you get a um, Spider-Man pin badge, um, which I'm frustrated about because I'm not in the States or fucking Canada. <laughs> um, so get on that, Kelsey. Um, not because I want it, but, you know, I don't want you to miss out on freebies. Um yeah, it says buyers who pre-order the digital deluxe edition will also receive by mail a limited edition collectible pin featuring Spider-Man as he appears on the cover art for the game. Um, there's also a skin pack as well, which I'm really looking forward to. There's going to be three skins in it. The first one they've announced is um, the Pug Spider-Man. Um, so if you know your Spider-Man, um, then... That's pretty cool because he's one of the like really fun ones. Um, so yeah, I am super excited for that. I think maybe Kelsey will have to get you to make a uh, a what is video for that if you're excited for it. <laughs> I like I I I'm excited, but then I'm worried because school starts that month for me that I won't have the money to buy it. But I really, 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 really want it. Start saving now. Yeah, I know. It's Take the only time. game this year that I'm genuinely excited for and, like, really want to play when it comes out. Mm. Yeah, it's been so long since, well, A, since the Spider-Man game, and B, since a good one, um, that, like, I hope they nail this. Um, and they've also said that there will be... Um, I think there's a season pass and there's going to be three drops of DLC with different um, villains and additional like skins and content. Um, one thing that's also cool is if you pre-order the game, you'll get an original PS4 theme um, designed by renowned comic book artist Adi Granov, um, which is cool because he's a damn good artist. Um, I actually met him at JFK Airport. He's a very nice guy. Um his wife's very nice too. Um, although I didn't get her name. So hi Mrs. Granoff. Um that sounds like I was speaking to his mum. <laughs> hi Mrs. Granoff, how are you? Um so yeah. Um Kelsey, the next link on the list you put in the doc, so over to the Canadian newsroom for this one. Um Kelsey's shuffling her papers now. Like a... <laughs> I I had put it because uh, you had mentioned that you wanted to talk about your Xbox console. And mm. basically, it's that No Man's Sky is coming to uh, the Xbox. And I'm interested in 
one, if you would get it, and two, if you think that this is just a gimmick because they didn't make a lot of money um, at their first launch. I have thoughts. I don't know if you want me to say them or you um, want to answer. Go for it. Yeah, you... you okay. Let, I'll read this article first. Okay. And... So, basically, the reason why I think it would be beneficial to get it is if you were always interested in it, but you didn't have a PS4 before, you're getting the game at its best and not at its worst, right? So, since No Man's Sky came out, they had that huge, like, disappointing launch and, like, a lot of terrible reviews. And, right, that accumulates over time and a lot of people who would have bought the game didn't, uh, me being one of them. Um, and then they have made improvements and the game that, that we have now is not the game we had when it first launched. It's like vastly improved from what I've heard. So on an Xbox one launch, you'll get probably the game they should have released on the PS4 first. Um, so it just makes me wonder like why they're, they're doing it. I guess it's like they haven't made Maybe they didn't meet their quota of what they wanted and stuff. And so they're like trying to get a small launch on like a, on the Xbox. I don't know. What do you think? Um, Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Um, I mean, I guess, like you say, given how the launch of that game went down. Um, and I know a lot of people who bought it. Um, like, it, I think it did sell well, but I don't think it was particularly well received because it didn't deliver on what the promise of the game was. Um, and for what it was, I I enjoyed my time with it, but my time with it wasn't very long. I think I played it for maybe 15, 20 hours, which, considering what they pitched that game as, just, you know, I think... I don't think the intention was for people to like drop it that early because um, it just felt very thin on the ground. Um, like from what I've seen, it's a very different game now in terms of like their story content and there's a lot more to do in it. There's a lot more like yeah. base building and stuff like that. But I just, I, I have no desire to go back to that game. Like for me... Um, I've only played one game of that type since, and as far as, um, like, bringing out a game like that and launching it in a very good state, although it was in early access for a while, um, like, I think Subnautica was a far better, um, like, one of these, like, survival games. Oh, yeah. Um, so... I don't know. I mean, it, it's one thing I will say is if it's got Xbox One support and it's full 4K and HDR support, then it's going to look damn good because it's a really good looking game, to be fair. Um, so I guess like like you said, Kelsey, if, if you've not played the game um, and you have an Xbox, you don't have a PlayStation or PC um, and you've always been interested in it, then you are probably getting the definitive version of the game and i think they're still like bringing out content and new stuff for it every now and then anyway um which all the 
DLC, so to speak, is free for it. Um, but yeah, I just I didn't see this coming, and I don't like. I guess it's just like you say, it's probably just to get it to a wider audience, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I I won't be buying it again. That's for sure. Um, but it's also getting um, a physical release, which I'm not sure whether. The PS4 version did. Maybe it got a limited physical release, but I, I don't remember. And it also says there's a placeholder release date of July 31st, 2018. Um, but it says it doesn't represent the actual date the game will be available on Microsoft's system. So that seems like it's a bit up in the air right now. Um, yeah, I... Like I said, I guess if you haven't played it and you've got an Xbox One X and you want to look at a pretty game and... Um, fly around in space with weird animals then I suppose you might enjoy it I guess <laughs> if not get Subnautica it's great um, and s- lastly news wise um, this will just be a quick one because I don't really know exactly what it is as such it's just a heads up um, Xbox have basically said there's a big um announcement coming for um with regards to original xbox backwards compatibility and a surprise coming soon um uh, they said in a blog post that microsoft said it has a has a big update to share regarding backwards compatibility the announcement will be made in the next episode of inside xbox which premieres on Tuesday, April 10th at 3.30pm Pacific Time, 6.30pm Eastern Time. Um, And the quote from Microsoft is, One of our most common requests is for original Xbox backward compatibility news, and we'll be starting off the show with a big update on just that. So, uh, it looks like we might be getting either that or they might throw a curveball and just be like fuck off you're not getting it we're bored of you talking about that play old games only weird people play (laughs) old games and like you're even weirder if you stream them on Sunday nights whilst wearing a baseball cap and drinking beer specifically like weird German slash Italian Castlevania games strange people do that Kelsey (laughs) strange people um so, right, now, on to some listener questions. Um, this one... I think we might have had a similar question to this um, in the past, but it's always fun sort of answering ones like this. Greg, who is at Hulkbeast51 on the Twitters, um, follow him if you like to see um, a man who's pretty hench picking up really heavy things. Um, he's a nice dude, and he's stacks basically um anyway he asks how do you approach your game playing when having multiple games to play do you focus on one until complete or split time between the many kelsey split time between the many but i don't have time for all of them (laughs) (laughs) so i I suffer um yeah i mean i'm i'm terrible for um like i don't focus very well um, if I've got multiple games to play, then I will bounce between them like there's no tomorrow. Um, but then I also go through periods where um, 
See, like earlier on, I said about playing Tomb Raider on my Xbox, and I was I was playing that like fairly solidly. Just like every time I sat down to play something, I would pick that up and play it, and then I got Far Cry, and I haven't touched it since. Um, so I do go through periods where I will get distracted, but like go from sort of playing one game incessantly um, to another. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll never. I mean, do you always play your games to completion, Kelsey? Assuming you're, you know, if you're enjoying them or. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I think out of let's say ten games that I've played, I've made maybe completed like two. I'm really not a completionist. Like if especially if I see where the story is going, I'm okay with like not finishing. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm really enjoying the game. I will. So, like, I know I, I made it seem like such a high expectation, but, like, Pokemon, for example, I'll finish it to the end till I beat the final four, and then I'm happy. Um, but other games, like, especially if I have so much on my plate, um, it takes me so long to finish video games that, like, just another one comes, and I just, I don't, especially if I don't care about the other game, I'll stop. Um, but right now I'm playing Bayonetta and Detective Pikachu at the same time. And I feel like they both have enough to keep me interested in playing both of them at the same time. Mm. And I guess they kind of, like, in a funny way, scratch the same itch, like you said. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess... <sighs> Completing a game is, like... I don't always complete the games I play, um... Like, the fact of the matter is sometimes games just maybe just don't necessarily grab you or you've just had your fill of them. Um, like, some ga- some games I'll go to go into already concerned whether whether I'm going to complete them or not. Like, for example, um, like I'm, I'm looking forward to God of War. Um, but from what I've heard, like, that game they've said is going to play in a similar way to kind of like the Uncharted games where you go from sort of like small hub worlds. Um, But apparently they said that game is going to be like 25 to 30 hours long. And I'm just like 15 hours of Uncharted 4 was enough for me. So I really hope that they've got something like really good and meaty and interesting story-wise and gameplay-wise to keep me interested for that long um because keeping my limited attention span focused for that long is an incredibly difficult thing to achieve mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm a bit i when when i heard them say that about god of war i was like ooh, okay i'm not too sure about that um so are you gonna be playing that kelsey i've never daddy or war I've never played any God of War. Uh, yeah. I know the story, and I know, I, like, I mean, I, I worked, I worked in electronics in the video game section of Toys R Us, so I had to know all of these stories. Did you? Yes, you didn't oh. know. Of course, I knew. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's being sarcastic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, someone doesn't listen to me. I've said it like forty-five <laughs> times. <laughs> but uh, so I had to know all these stories so I understand the story and obviously I love dads so I'm here for this but 
I don't know if I if I'm invested enough to play a fourth game of a story that I'm like semi familiar with, like mm. for a dad. Also, well, <laughs> also Kratos is a bit of a moany douchebag, to be honest. He's yeah, just a bit of an angry shit. So he's not, he's not he's not the best like lead character in video games. Put it that way. Um, so this is a quick one, um, and I anticipate um, that our answers will be the same on this one. Jason Viranos, who is at J Viranos on Twitter, asks, would you play Tekken if it was on Switch? No. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I, I don't like fighting <laughs> games. Like, I just don't... I, it's not a genre I enjoy. Um, so, no. Basically. I mm, see I'm I suck at fighting games and I don't like all of them like there's some fighting games that have won me over uh, specifically Dragon Ball Z it changed my life when I played that game on the first Xbox but um, I honestly I play anything on the switch but if I had to pick Tekken or Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I would pick Dragon Ball 125,000%. Wow. Imp- impossible ratio is right there. That's how <laughs> that's how positive Kelsey is on that one. Um yeah, I mean like I I've played both of the Injustice games, but that's because they're based around um characters that I love and so you know, for you Dragon Ball is like a property that you love, like you, yeah. you, know, you, you watch the anime and stuff. So uh, that I can understand. Like I played them purely because I want like the the story in those games is very good, even though I suck at fighting games and I don't enjoy playing them. Um, I mean, there was a time when it did. Like S- Super Street Fighter Two Turbo was the first um, game I I got for my um, Super Nintendo when I got that console. And it was in a nice tin, and it came with a uh, little pin badge. Um, also, it was really expensive. It was like £70 for a video game back then. So um, if you're moaning about things being expensive these days, then uh, count, your, count your lucky stars, folks. Um, but yeah, I, w- I wouldn't... I don't, think, I don't think Switch is a platform I'd want to play a fighting game on anyway, to be honest. Um, so... Um, Mr. Johnny Matt Wood um, asks, when you were a younger Canadian, I'm assuming that means he's referring to you, Kelsey, and he says, and I I, I will quote him directly, Walesian, um, to which my response to him was, <laughs> I've never been Ian. Um <laughs> Did you ever, and I'm thinking this question must come from a place of um, experience for Matt, and I think it's it. I think it's a bit raw. Um, and he says, "Did you ever lend out a game to a buddy that was never returned to you? What was the game? Who was the buddy? Full names, please. And how does this breach of friendship make you feel?" Kelsey, have you ever gone through such a nefarious time in a friendship as that? I'm the friend. <laughs> I have so many Nintendo DS games that are not mine. 
<laughs> oh, here we go. Um, Kelsey's basically a video game magpie. I have, I, my friend, I will not give his full name, <laughs> but uh, when we were in high school, we used to, I guess, okay, I guess he has some of mine too, because we would trade DS games, but I feel like I have a lot more of his. <laughs> like, I don't think it was fair. Um, but oh, like, so it's like a two for one type deal. <laughs> yeah, because like he was my friend that played a lot of video games, and I w- I had the DS, but like I like I've mentioned before, like my parents didn't buy me all the games I wanted or like all the consoles that I wanted. So I had the DS was like my first kind of my own console that I didn't have to share with my sisters, and I had like Pokemon Red on it. Um, and I had a bunch of other games, but I was very limited into what I could have. So this friend had so many and I was like, oh man, I have to try all of them because I've missed out on so much. So like my first Digimon game was there. I played Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I still have these games, by the way. I'm saying I played them, but I still have them. Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> I played NFL Madden <laughs> on the DS. Wow. Uh, I didn't even realize that they came out on that system. <laughs> yeah, they did. I had it. Yeah. As long as you can steal it from somebody, you'll play it, basically. <laughs> I just wanted to see, like, I never, at that point, I had never played, like, a sports game. Like, I was very deprived. And <laughs> you were like, this shit's not hockey. The fuck? <laughs> I just take it back to him and be like, have you got NHL, like, 2007 or something? Yeah, it was around that time. It was, like, 2007, yeah. 2008. <laughs> Wow. Um, man, it's very rarely that I lend games to anybody these days, and I was always very um, picky about who I did. Um, I think there was one kid who I was in school with who I lent my copy of Zombies Ate My Neighbors to. Um, and his name was Dave. I can't remember his surname. Um, but yeah, he lived a few streets over from me and I lent him, I lent it to him. I lent him a few games. Most of them I got back, but he may well still have my copy of Zombie Neighbors. Um, because basically during the... I lent it to him for the summer holidays in school. And between us finishing school for the summer holidays and us going back to school, um, and I didn't see him for that whole six weeks, um, his dad got a job somewhere. um, And they basically packed up and moved. And I never saw him again. So the last time I saw him, I gave him my copy of Zombies Ate My Neighbours. And then he... Fucking, I don't know whether he moved because he wanted to keep it. Yeah, which is likely. I think it's that. I think you're on to something. It's a very good game, um, and you know, I would probably move house if I thought it would ensure that I would get a free copy yes. of a game like that. Yes, that's probably um, what happened. So yeah, Dave, whatever your name is, if you're listening, if you still got my copy of Zombies Ate My Neighbors, send it back to me. You jerk. I miss it. God damn you. 
Um, but thankfully, I, le- I lent him my copy of um, Super Metroid 2, but I got that back, and I still have it. So, um, so you know, swings and roundabouts, I suppose. At least he didn't steal that from me. The shit. Um, so, yeah, on that, name it. Anyway, you didn't... You, hang on. You said you wouldn't give their full name, and you gave no name at all. <sighs> Jeffrey, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I still have go. Digimon. <laughs> I can't believe we're harboring a kleptomaniac. <laughs> the only thing I can think is that, like, he he must have he must have been giving you these games because they, they were like a declaration of love or something, Kelsey. Um, sorry. Can a woman and a man be friends without a romantic interest? Of course they can. God. But if you're giving if you're giving what a, a lady your copy of Digimon and not expecting it back. There's got to be some love there. There's he was expecting it back. We just graduated high school. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. That old chestnut. Well, we'll see. Well, if you're listening, like, send us an email because um, we'll we'll make sure you get your games back if Kelsey hasn't put them on eBay by then or something. <laughs> to f- hey, that's hey, that's a good idea. Put those games on eBay and then you can get Spider-Man. Mm, the more you know. Smart. Yeah. Jeffrey, if you're listening, <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> I've uh, I've backtracked on my idea for you to get your games back. You're, uh, you're screwed. You're never getting your Digimon back. So, But never mind. That's how things go. But <laughs> if you do, send us an email to gamesaretalkingcomicbooks.com. Um, or you can tweet us, Jeffrey, at Talking Underscore Games. Um, you could probably even leave a comment in one of our YouTube videos on youtube.com slash Talking Games videos. Um, I mean, we stream quite often on Twitch, so you could jump in the chat and be like, you know, <laughs> can one of you contact Kelsey? So if you want to do that, you can really, you know, hitting up twitch.tv slash Talking Games. Um... So there's many ways you can contact us to make sure that Kelsey gives you back your lawful property. Um, and we're really sorry for her light-fingered ways. And we'll, we'll, we'll be having words off air, let's put it that way. We'll, um, we'll, we'll contact the, the Canadian police and other uh, Canadian the French Italian police. <laughs> the RCMP, that sounds like a, a hipster rock band. <laughs> no, that's their actual name. The Mounties. <laughs> yes. The Mounties are oh. called the RS- RCMP. Oh yeah, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh yeah, cool. Do they have like? Are they like kind of like in due south where they have like mm. really cool dogs as well? You've never seen due south, have you? No, I have no. I thought you were talking about like in the south of Canada. I was like, well, they might have dogs. I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god! No, he's a, he had a dog, and it was called Diefenbacher, and it was about a mountie. It was a great show. You'd probably love it. I don't know. I never ever ever heard of it. Yeah, it's probably a bit before your time. In all fairness, um, so yeah, I should have I should have known that that reference would have gone over your head. But hey ho, <laughs> yeah, like massively. There's a big there's a hole in the wall behind you where that reference hit. Um, 
Anyway, you can contact me on Twitter at H underscore Paz. Kelsey. K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. Um, you can contact Bobby at Bobby Shortle and you can contact Matt at Johnny Matt Wood on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Um, so yeah, that just about does it for this week's edition of Talking Games. Thank you, Kelsey. Thanks, you. And until next time, be good to one another. Yeehaw! <laughs>